I'm Matt Dixon, and welcome to the Purple Patch Podcast. The mission of Purple Patch is to empower and educate every human being to reach their athletic potential. Through the lens of athletic potential, you reach your human potential. The purpose of this podcast is to help time-starved people everywhere integrate sport into life. And welcome to the Purple Patch Podcast. Guys, this week, we're going to have a little fun well, maybe just a little bit of inspiration as well for your holiday lens and giving. You see, as we drive towards the holiday season, we get so many questions from myself and the Purple Patch team of coaches on their recommendation of gifts to buy. And as we go to the holidays, I know that it's really tough to find good gifts for, well, let's call it performance-driven people. But today, we're going to go through some of the things that I think might make a really good gift for you, as well as maybe a few habits that we encourage you to take on as that new year approaches. So let's take it on. Today, we're going to go off pure education and we're going to give you some sneaky thoughts to set your lens on the holidays. Before we dive in, a couple of things to tease you. First, I want to check off what you're not going to hear. What won't we be talking about today? Well, we're not going to be talking about magic shortcuts to performance success. We're not going to be talking about quick fixes. We're not talking about the latest super trend in recovery. And you probably won't hear anything about homeopathy. Why? Well, most of this stuff is bunk. It's irrelevant. See, I want to discuss these ideas in simple, actionable, and authentic terms. So if you want a quick fix, go elsewhere. I tell you, there's loads around that promote that type of stuff, but you're not going to get it here. I'm also not going to get into promotion just for any company or product that we happen to have a relationship with. My goal is to keep this clean, clear and honest. Well, apart from a little plug for Jesse Thomas, because, well, you know, he's special. But I do mention a couple of companies in here but none that we actually have an official paid relationship with, or I must say, would I gain anything from discussing? So I want to lend, set that lens first so that we can go into this as friends, as partners, and hopefully gain a little bit of genuine, authentic advice. So with that, we're almost ready to get going. But before I reveal all, two more quick things. The first, you don't need to grab your notepad. All of the ideas that we outline in this, we actually put together in a special resource page that we've just put together for you. So you can go and find the links or the names or the spelling or whatever you might wish to go out and get. The name of the page, well, it's hosted at Purple Patch Fitness and the page is Gadgets. So that's www.purplepatchfitness.com forward slash gadgets. G-A-D-G-E-T-S for you guys with, well, the troublesome spelling. Purplefatshitness.com forward slash gadgets. The second thing, we're going to do a fun word of the week this week. And we've got some exciting news and a teaser for you. So with that in mind, give me the jingle, brother. We like the way he thinks. Serious with a wink. Let's open the book. It's time to take a peek. All right, guys, I was trying to think of the word to go with this week for word of the week. And with a performance lens in mind, the word of the week this week is going to be sledgehammer. What in the world does that word have to do with performance education? Well, in all honesty, not a lot. 
But the sledgehammers in San Francisco have been busy in the early part of this week, and their crunching rock are the very first steps of our route to, yes, Purple Patch deliver better education. You see, there's been rumbles, there've been rumours, we've had questions, we haven't been able to say too much, but yes, it's coming. The Purple Patch Performance Centre in San Francisco. This week marked the start of construction on the brand new performance centre that we're building right in the heart of San Francisco. Well, bully for you, you might say, sitting there in Kansas or Dubai or Cape Town or wherever you might be listening from. But now that it's official, now that I've actually broken ground, now that it is a reality, I want to give a little insight into what this unique space is going to be. You see, the Purple Patch Centre is going to act as the spiritual home for the entire Purple Patch population and community. It will be our living laboratory and proving ground, the heartbeat, the heartbeat of everything that is Purple Patch. Our mission and our goal is to ensure that the centre has an, a role in the entire community of Purple Patch. But how, you might ask, how are we going to do that? Well, its presence is really going to have three main roles in the overall scheme of Purple Patch. The first, and perhaps the most obvious, is it's going to be a wonderful home base and training opportunity for our San Francisco community. Of course, that goes without saying. But the second is it's going to be a destination, a destination for education and for training. We're going to train our athletes, our fans, and even coaches seeking to develop methodology and knowledge. We want it to be a home base for mentorship, education, and even camps. But most importantly, the third reason that we're doing this is we're actually designing the centre as a centre of production. So that will mean professional grade level production studios for video, audio and conferencing. So this is going to radically improve our ability to produce and deliver educational and sporting content from the centre, from myself, from the Purple Patch coaching team, and of course, guests, outside performance experts. So let this be the teaser. We're going to do a grand reveal in the coming weeks of the big vision, but I'm here to tell you it's going live in late 2019. As you can tell, we're pretty excited. And the good news is that we plan to share the development and the journey with you along the way. So this time next year, you might just want to get your tickets ready to come and visit us in San Francisco. But if you can't, well, you know what? That's okay, because we plan to be sending some stuff right to you at your home. More to come. Watch this space. but. The word of the week this week, as we're breaking ground, is sledgehammer. Now, I'm excited to say it's time for some fun meat and potatoes this week. So yes, the holiday guide. And when I was thinking about this week, I was thinking, how shall I structure this? You see, nothing is more inane to me than just looking at the best 10 gifts for an endurance athlete or the five best things to buy someone for the holidays or breaking into the new year with three main habits of success. All of it is just kitschy. It's just not my thing. But what I thought, can we actually provide maybe some useful information along with a little bit of fun and humor as we go along the way? But can we actually wrap it in a sensible fashion that actually breathes purple patch? And then, of course, it came to me, the pillars of performance. And so we're wrapping 
this mildly educational, mostly fun guidance into what you might look at for the holidays around the four pillars of performance. Now, I hope you know what those are by now, but here's a reminder. Number one, endurance training. Number two, strength and conditioning. Number three, the big bucket of nutrition. And that might include fueling, hydration, but the big backbone of quality nutrition. And of course, number four, my middle name, recovery. When those four things are laid up together, they are what for me makes up an endurance athlete and performance-minded individuals program. It cannot be just exercise and training. It has to be a holistic program that combines all four into the recipe for your success. And so if we're going to talk about performance going into the holidays, we should, by right, wrap it around the four pillars. So let's go through one by one. Number one, endurance training. All right, well, the simple thing to do here, we'll go through the three main disciplines of the three main sports that I tend to work on, swimming, cycling, running. Okay, so let's talk about the swim. So my gift or my holiday treat for the swimming, it's the tempo trainer. Yep, beep, 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 beep. Nope, not a Russian submarine the tempo trainer, a metronome. You see, the long-time obsession in swimming development has been distance per stroke, trying to reduce the number of strokes that the swimmer takes on each lap. Now, this lens to me has no difference than me claiming that the only path to you running faster would be to reduce the number of steps that it takes for you to get round a 400-metre track. By the time we finish lengthening our stride, reducing our strokes in the vain hope that we are improving, most of us would look like we're running like the bionic man. And here's the news. It's even worse if you do that in the swimming pool because the density of water is so much harsher as resistance and deceleration factor if you're not adding propulsion. And so your recipe in simple terms in order for you to improve your swimming is the distance of your pull, so from your hand entry to exit, times by the amount of water that you're propelling or accelerating with each pull. And then it is times by the number of times that you repeat this process in a minute or your stroke rate, your strokes per minute. And so while rhythm and form is critical, maintaining propulsion is equally critical. And so increasing your stroke rate is a key element for most amateur and newer swimmers. And a tempo trainer is a great tool to help with that process. And I will point out that all Purple Patch athletes use it. And so under the swim banner, it's a tempo trainer. Happy holiday given. Number two, the bike. What can I possibly talk about in the world of bicycles? Is it the new frame? Is it the brand new set of aero wheels? Is it the super duper aero bars that are promising to make you faster? No, it's actually more simple than that, guys. And here it is, a comfortable seat for you. You see, for you triathletes or time trial lovers out there, I would encourage you to ensure that your bike has a seat that is both high quality, but also comfortable for you to sustain your position. You see, this is the anchor point on which you're going to spend a lot of time. And in case you haven't noticed, the surface area isn't very large. You see, the whole process of buying a seat on your bicycle is very similar to going out and buying a brand new couch. 
when you're going to go out and you're thinking, I'm going to get a couch because I want to spend a lot of time when I'm at home with my loved one watching movies. And you go into the store and you see a super looking cool, minimalist, square looking, ultra modern design. Now, it might look pretty cool, but if it's as comfortable as sitting on a park bench in New York in January, perhaps you need to get a little bit more pragmatic. The question when it comes to your bike seat is what interacts with your hips and enables you to rotate the pelvis forward and sustain your position for extended periods without consistent massive changes in position. Go for that. Therefore, one of the key elements for you to find and hold your best aerodynamic position isn't just going to get a bike fit, but it's actually finding a seat that interacts with your nether regions, or as Paul Buett would say, your grundle, really, really well. So we move along. The run. What are we going to choose the run? Is it the latest and greatest running flats or racing flats? Well, no. We want to choose running shoes for these holidays that are great for you and your style. You see, this recommendation is all for those who lean towards the latest and greatest and coolest super looking light running shoe choice. XYZ new shoes are wonderful. All the Kenyans are wearing them. Yeah, cool, great. But guess what? You're not an elite runner. And I promise you, you probably don't look like one when you're thundering along the water's edge of San Francisco. If you're a normal fitness enthusiast or amateur runner, or even most amateur athletes, I would encourage you to seek pragmatism when it comes to shoe choice. Ask yourself a question. This is an important question. What's the limiting factor in my running? When I'm doing races and events, what's the thing that causes me to break down? Is it running out of puff or is it mechanical fatigue? For the vast majority of athletes, it's the latter. The legs just won't respond to your orders. And if this is the case, you probably don't want to be wearing racing flats. Because why would you choose a shoe that promotes mechanical fatigue? And this is where padding and absorbing shoes are highly effective at minimising that muscular damage. So for me, and I want to point out, me who runs like a donkey dipped in cement, those happen to be hokers. Now, I'm not paid to endorse them, but they are a good product and they work for me because they're supportive and they don't promote mechanical fatigue. So those are our three components for the endurance pillar. And with that, we get to move on. We get to move on, in fact, to nutrition and fueling. And underneath that, of course, there's going to be hydration. The first thing I'll say for your holiday guide is a book to get. And that book, when it comes to nutrition and fueling, is the book of common sense. Please, 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 guys, stop the evangelism. Stop the voodoo, the elimination diets, the shackling of the enjoyment of food. Realize that fat is good, but also realize that protein is good and even realize that carbs are good. Collectively, wrap your focus up on trying to eat real food, clean, authentic, unprocessed food. I would limit fried foods. I would restrict foods high in sugar, especially when you're outside of training. And if you can do that and eat frequently and simply, well, you're nine-tenths of the way there. There is no magic elixir. There is no voodoo diet. There is no elimination diet. 
You can ignore all of that. It's trends, it's fads, and it will move on. So my biggest gift to you, and maybe you can take this on board, is open up a book of common sense this holidays. But let's move on. Let's move to some more practical stuff. The next choice, a sparkling water maker. Notice I didn't say the brand name there, but a sparkling water maker. I know it's bad for your teeth. Many people say that, but you know what? Guess what? I'm English and I'm kind of a lost cause anyway on that front. But what I do know is having my at-home sparkling water maker is a wonderful way for me to keep up with hydration, especially with a little added lime into it. So if you love it or if you struggle with hydration, but you love the sparkling water, go get one. It's not such a bad gift for yourself. Third up, a teapot. Oh, come on. He's talking about tea again in his English. Well, there's truly a performance element to this, guys. You see, afternoon tea is a good thing. I've mentioned it in another podcast, but I believe you should make it a ritual. Now, I go decaf. So typically in the afternoons, a nice mint tea for me. But I still believe the teapot is the must. Why? You see, the hot liquid raises your core temperature, which has been plummeting due to a natural circadian rhythm. And it tends to drop in the afternoon and that creates fatigue. So the hot liquid raising the core temperature has the knock-on effect of sparking energy for the afternoon without that crash or evening sleep disruption. Now, while I'm on the topic, some free advice for you Yankee poodles out there. How to make tea. Now, you can look this up on the interweb. But I promise you, it isn't quite as simple as most of you guys seem to make it think it is. So here is my Englishman's step-by-step guide. Firstly, boil the water. Not to hot, but to a rolling boil. Second step, heat the teapot. Yes, no tea in the teapot yet. Some boiling water, mix it around, warm the pot. Empty that water and add the tea, hopefully loose leaf. And with the water then now returning to a rolling boil, you can fill the pot with a little stir. It is now time to let it steep. Now, get that tea cozy on. And if you don't know what a tea cozy is, well, it's a little bit like a winter hat, but it's got very specifically designed holes in it. Keeps your cup warm. Black tea? Okay, this is the stage that you get the milk out. Yes, Americans, get your milk out. Pour the milk in the bottom of the cup. None of that skim nonsense, please. Real milk is what we're talking about. And then, of course, the tea comes out on top. Now, if you repeat the process at least eight times daily, and then you're one step of the way there towards being labelled English, 12 to 15 times daily, and you've passed the first step of the rung towards a knighthood. It's all going very well for you so far. Anyway, back to performance. Where was I? Oh dear, I seem to have lost my way this week. Ah, nutrition. That's right. All right, the next one, number four, picky bars. Head out, get a picky bar membership. Not only are they great bars, all natural, they're also, to my mind, a great and genuine company built from the ground up and rooted in their own local community up there in Bend, Oregon. Jesse Thomas, Lauren Fleshman, just two wonderful people that are fantastic for sport globally. And of course, I'm really proud of my journey with Jesse and his own journey towards world class in the sport. All right, the next gift. You want a book? We already talked about the book of common sense. 
but we'll go authentic and genuine this time. I like the pragmatic and performance-driven book called Run Fast, Eat Slow. It's a great book from Shalane Flanagan and Elise Kopecky. I'm sorry, Kopecky or Kopecky. I'm really sorry, uh, Elise, if I didn't sp- if I didn't pronounce your name right. But I do know that you've executed a simple, easy to execute, interesting and very balanced book on nutrition. I think it's great. I think it's simple. I think it's accessible. And most importantly, there's no voodoo in there. And so great book. Highly promote it. Love it. Very enjoyable. Well done, guys. Really excellent. Good job. And finally, as we leave nutrition, one from one of my Purple Patch coaches, Michael Zinsky. Mike, well, he says, I'm massive on the Ninja Kitchen. Myself, I didn't know what the Ninja Kitchen was, but I did look it up. Pretty amazing accessories for all of his concoctions of shakes, smoothies and all other things that I tend to look at and wonder what he's possibly put in there. But you go to Ninja Kitchen, Pretty impressive host of different shakers and makers, as I might call it. And so that's Mike's choice for nutrition. So I'm going to give it a shout out. All right, guys, two more to go here. Recovery. Supposedly, it's my middle name. So here are a few things that I think are wonderful. The first, well, it's simple. Get some nice, comfortable slippers. Less about the science, more about the joy. Every man and woman deserves a lovely pair of slippers. But on a serious note, sleep. Great book, Sleep Solution by Dr. Chris Winter. I think it's wonderful bedtime reading. It's so great. I think it will put you right to sleep as intended. But joking aside, it's a wonderful resource. And the thing that I like about the book is that Chris has managed the subject of sleep and he's managed to make it both entertaining and even the sciencey type stuff being very accessible. The thing is performance from executives to LeBron to Purple Patch athletes anchor this subject essential to the performance puzzle on longevity. And so if you want to learn more and you want to educate yourself, this is a wonderful place to start. I know it's a little trendy to talk about sleep right now, but this is the real deal. And Chris Winter, he has the pedigree. And so if you want an accessible, informative, but also a book that actually helps you put things into action, The Sleep Solution by Dr. Chris Winter. The third element of recovery, meditation. And there's several ways that you can give or you can go and get this. The first, meditation app. It's a wonderful way to start. But also you might be interested in heading to a seminar or just simply giving the gift of performance knowledge. It's a great habit for you to embrace. And this holiday season, well, this could be the start of you opening up to the benefit of meditation. It isn't voodoo, it isn't hippie. In fact, it's just empowering and energizing. And almost every performance-driven person I know that I achieving integrates some form of education into the habit. And the final component under recovery, this is a great one. In fact, I would say this is my favorite of the whole podcast, permission. Give yourself permission to take a break daily, not occasionally, daily. Give yourself permission to take a break daily. It's critical and a lack of sleep is not a point of toughness. It's quite simply a point of performance stupidity. In addition, a short break in the middle of the day is not weakness, but it's performance-driven excellence and it's a route to an effective afternoon. See, another one of the assistant coaches at Purple Patch, Malcolm McGuire, he loves a good nap like me. 
He also even embraces a little spot of meditation. And so, well, he's got the best of both. He encourages both a nap and also daily meditation. I guess that's why he's so chill and so balanced when he approaches coaching. The final pillar, guys, strength and conditioning. So this is an interesting one. Let's go back to Malcolm, as I called him, the master of Zen. He's also a great coach, but he actually has a whole host of great mobility and recovery routines that he embraces. But many of these that he mentioned or talked to me about, well, they're also embedded in the same lens as my gift idea. We kick off the strength conditioning, and I would include in their mobility, by the way, with a gift idea of a subscription to jazz yoga. Now, you might not have heard of jazz yoga, but Erin Taylor, the founder, is a wonderful resource. And Fasten Your Seatbelts is coming to Purple Patch. But you know what? These holidays, this will be a great start. It's a wonderful online resource for actual performance-driven yoga. This isn't Bikram yoga in a strip mall in Brentwood, California. This is performance yoga designed specifically for athletes. Now, where did I learn of Erin originally? Through Lauren Fleshman. Interesting. The second component or gift idea under strength and conditioning, it's called the SMI roller. Now, perhaps I could have put this under recovery, but I would treat this as a part of mobility under strength and conditioning. So if you head to SMI, which is the Sports Medicine Institute, there are foam rollers, but then there are wonderful tools for muscle health and rejuvenation. So I wouldn't purchase this first without really diving in and learning how to maximize the tools under the SMI roller package. You see, Mark Fadil and his team are the Bay Area resources for performance body work and orthopedic massage. They're a great resource for the Purple Patch local athletes, as well as the entire Stanford University teams, of course, as well as many executives and athletes. So I think you'll enjoy it. But head to the website, grab the package and also make sure that you check out their educational tools. Great guy, smart process and wonderful set of tools. The last gift idea for strength and conditioning? Well, I'm going back to Michael Zinsky. You see, Mike's the lead in our Purple Patch Strength Program, and he loves these fun and portable take-anywhere resistance bands for strength, mobility, and muscular endurance. They're called the Rogue Monster Bands by Rogue Fitness. Now, to me, they look extremely painful, but Mike promises that they're highly effective. And of course, joking aside, we integrate these into quite a lot of our strength and conditioning program. For you guys that have time-starved lives, that you're on the go, that maybe you don't always have access to a great gym, these are great tools to integrate into your programming. So that's it. Those are the four pillars. Is it done? Are we over already? No, there's a little bit more. Let's go headline news. Let's go umbrella. Well, how can I, after all, it's my podcast, how can I bypass without saying, give the gift of education, the fast-track triathlete, You see, there's this geezer, and his name is Matt Dixon, and he wrote a book. He wrote two books. The first was The Well-Built Triathlete, and that's all about great programming for triathlon. But the second is called The Fast Track Triathlete, and that's for the performance-minded guy that's trying to integrate sport into life. Yep, you're living in the fast track. That's the book. It's been well-received, and if you want to take that next step from the podcast, and then, well... I'd be delighted. And if you have a friend, thank you. I'd be delighted. So you might think a shameless plug for my own book might be a wonderful way to end the show. But we're going to go with two more very quick ones. 
One is around planning. It's called Compete. And I think it's a wonderful journal and planning document by Lauren Fleshman and Rising Magetigan Dumas. I always butcher your name, Rising. I'm so sorry. But it's Lauren Fleshman and Rising. And it's a wonderful journal all about setting goals that you can achieve, mapping out steps to achieve those goals, logging your workouts, avoiding harmful obsession, making racing an expression of your training. It is a wonderful book and it really comes with the essence of, I think, a sound, sensible, balanced and fun approach to your competition and your training. And I would say it doesn't matter what level you are. I think you can get a lot out of the book. So finally, my gift idea, the primary one, the biggest one, the only one that you actually really have to remember. Here it is. It's a gift to you and it will be a gift to someone else. I encourage you this holiday season commit to help someone. You see, what is a habit that someone close to you wants to change? Or perhaps it's a habit that you can see in them that you might encourage them to change. Don't just ask them, don't tell them how, don't instruct them. Go with them on the journey. Make a change with them. Something that's not too comfortable for you, that certainly isn't a habit yet, but you can commit to. You see, there's nothing like a shared journey and by you giving I think, actually, you're kind of taking. You will grow from it and you will evolve. And so, guys, this isn't the last show of the season. This isn't the last show of the year. But we know that you want to go holiday shopping sooner rather than later. So I hope that helps. Next week, we're back to the education. We're back to the normal stuff. But in the meantime, thanks for listening. And, well, happy shopping. Take care. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the Purple Patch Podcast. If you like what you hear, we'd really appreciate it if you share with your friends and even go the extra mile and head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate and review the show. The Apple Podcast link is in the show notes. Your support and positive reviews go a huge way in increasing our visibility and also the exposure to time-starved people everywhere who want to integrate sport into life and ultimately thrive. Don't forget, you can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Cheers.